check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Yo, it's your boy, Mac Thriller, back to hit you with another episode of A Side of Mac. Hope you people doing good. Hope Father's Day was good for all the fathers out there and father figures and honorable mentions. <laughs> so, we're going to get straight into it. Recapping from last episode, episode 10, which was engagement. Showing you how to be fully there in the moment. Now, we talked about the pointing the finger, judging others, having judgments on others, and what that can cause you to be distracted from yourself and self-reflection that needs to be done in order for you to obtain what you're trying to do. Um... We talked about there's no failures. There are only lessons. So, you know, Magdarilla, I don't believe in failures. I believe that all that happens is or are lessons. I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> that um everything is is that happens is to be learned from we if we get knocked down we get back up we don't know how to get back up if we don't get knocked down you gotta you gotta assess the damages assess where you went wrong and then once you have done that you apply what you learn and future embark embarkments you know so so when you're embarking on another goal that you're trying to do then you will have the information that you need to make the right decisions this time uh, we talked about workability when you having these thoughts of doubt and these thoughts of failure are they really are they really helpful like are is this beneficial to where you're trying to get to and most likely no Probably 100% of the time, that answer is going to be no. Now, sometimes you need to check yourself, yes. But most of the time, we beat ourselves up. And if beating ourselves up with the answer, then we'll be over the top on our goals like we're supposed to. You know, there wouldn't be no problem if that was the answer. But beating yourself up is not the solution. Workability also helps you with self-acceptance letting go all those self-judgments that you have that's running through your head and self 
acceptance is what I just said. Letting go all self-judgments. We also went over that there is no shortages of hooks. There's a lot of stuff that can get you hooked. And we know when we get hooked on our thoughts, positive or negative, it takes us from being engaged in what we're doing currently. For example, I'm going to give you positive and I'm going to give you a negative thought. All right. So the day went bad. Your whole day went bad. Um, Just a lot of misfortunate events happened. And you dwell on all those events. And you go into a rabbit hole of thinking, I can't do this. I can't do that. This is not going to work. I didn't try this. This is not working. And you feel depressed. You got hooked on those thoughts and you let it take you down the river instead of just letting, putting those thoughts on a leaf and letting that flow down a river, river without you. If you were to diffuse from those thoughts, then you'll be able to engage in the now and the current. You'll be able to be in the moment. Now, positive thoughts could do this too. If you was playing like a game or in sports or something like that, and you win. Now we all know winning is a good winning is a good feeling. But when you get hooked on that achievement and you're on that natural high and you have high self-esteem in that moment, you get lost in the sauce. So now you feel invincible. Now you feel like nobody can mess with you. So what happens when life shows you that you're wrong? You got cut up in that thought. And since you got cut up on that hard horse that you had, then now that somebody knocked you off of it, you go down and that now you have low self-esteem because you wouldn't prepare yourself for when you lose because you was on the high horse of I'm unstoppable. So you got you got caught on that high horse that you was unstoppable. And once you got knocked off that horse, now you in depression and you thinking about you a failure and you thinking that all the things that you can't do and why because you wasn't focused in the moment you got hooked on that thought and you let it drift you away examples of things that you might have got hooked on or things that you will get hooked on is dwelling on obstacles harsh judgments comparison to others and prediction of failure and prediction of failure is a big one because that stops you from doing the first rule of the confidence game, which is the act of confidence comes before actual confidence. You got to take that first step. And prediction of failure, that's like you forfeiting the match before you even started. Don't self-destruct before you even get a chance to shine. That's counterproductive. Um, some other ones is perfectionism. 
thinking that everything has to be perfect no everything does not have to be perfect we could strive for it as much as we want to and we get it as close as we can but it's always going to be something it's always going to be a crack it's always going to be a just it's always going to be something that is missing but that's the beauty of it like to constantly constantly evolve i'm not saying that well no actually thinking about it okay if we didn't if we didn't have that that whole system okay thinking about like all right if everything has to be perfect so say if it was perfect then what then it's kind of like going back to the episode when i was talking about goals and values like once you once you accomplish a goal let's say a goal without values once you accomplish that goal then you at a point of what's next what do you do because that's checked off your list values as we said cannot be accomplished there's no if my value is to be a loving husband then there's no point in time where i'm gonna accomplish that until i'm dead until until i'm dead that's the only time other than that every day i'm gonna be tested to be loving i'm gonna have opportunities to be loving and when i lose sight of what's my goal then i have that value of okay if things not going my way right now but am i withholding my values and that's what gives you miniature success that sustains you while you trying to obtain that that big that big one you know the thing that you need to know to get you unhooked is diffusion and what is diffusion it is noticing what you what you're thinking about putting a name to it and then you neutralizing it and no when i say neutralize it's not destroying it because thoughts is just like energy you cannot destroy them you can only repurpose them or you can only yeah really well energy you can only repurpose energy but with thoughts you cannot get hooked up on them because they're gonna come back but you just have to have techniques in place fail systems so when they do show their ugly head around again that it's nothing for you to keep doing what you're doing and bypass that thought or let the thought bypass you um let's see engagement was pretty much about taking notice of the little things like why are you doing something just not being on autopilot the example that we used or example that i used was if imagine eating food without taste buds like for those who had covid before and one of the symptoms of covid was not being able to taste i i had at one point so i know like that whole symptom of not being able to taste my food was horrible man like i didn't even really want to eat because there was no joy in eating the food like 99 or 98 percent of eating food is for the taste for the flavor for you know that creamy 
sweet taste if you're eating ice cream coldness um savory spicy you know hot if you're eating you know mexican food the grease the salt if you're eating you know what i'm saying unhealthy but you know it'd be good even when it comes to eating healthy lettuce for the freshness the wateriness you know that those things is what comes out of eating like it's beautiful you know it's a wonderful feeling and you miss out on that if you don't have no taste buds just imagine being blind well i ain't gonna say being blind because they they use all their senses so this would be that would be a bad analogy but like if you covered your eyes right now with your hand and like everything you'll notice everything you'll hear everything going on but you wouldn't be there because you you know can't see so you will be hearing your environment but you wouldn't be able to interact with it that's what that's like so don't put a blindfold over yourself being engaged not being engaged that's what that's like having a blindfold on your eyes of life i really want to say senses though they'll probably be better and today's episode what we get into is mindfulness kind of touched on it at the end of the episode um episode 10 but today we're getting more into it and mindfulness is comprised of one two three four four things paying attention having openness having curiosity and flexibility paying attention is Paying attention to your inner thoughts, your inner feelings, your outer, you know, your outer thoughts, everything that's happening around you. It's like paying attention. How do you feel right now? What are you thinking? I even, I even want to do this right now. Let's stop right quick. Stop the music. Let's have a have a moment of silence just for, uh, let's say, twenty seconds. We're going to do 20 seconds. And in this time, I want you to let your thoughts just run, run free. And not only do I want you to pay attention to your thoughts, I want you to pay attention to how you're feeling right now. Like, what is your body telling you? Use all your senses. Use, you know, if I mean, if you are tasting something, you know, if you got some gum in your mouth, taste, um, use hearing, use feel, use your sight, use smell. So, like, take the time and think about these things. So, here we go. So, letting the music back on. So, what 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 did you think? What was that thought that was in your head? You know, it could be telling you, all right, I'm finna cut the podcast, or I'm finna go do something else, or where did I put my keys? On the feeling side, did you feel anxious? Did you feel happy? Uh, 
Do you feel tired? Do you feel sad? And then you diffuse from those thoughts. And the techniques for diffusion, you could, whatever the voice is in your head, everybody got their own little custom voice. I, I, I imagine that everybody has their own custom voices in their head. Some people use their own voice. Um, so, but you can imagine a silly character telling you those thoughts and it'll be easier for you to diffuse from because you'd be like, man, Mickey Mouse telling me I can't be something. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, F, F, F Mickey Mouse. Like, I don't you know. So you get what I'm saying? So that's the technique. Um, the river technique that I kind of mentioned earlier, imagining a river with leaves and just placing your thoughts on the leaf and just watch it drift on down the river. You know, when you get a thought, don't dwell on it. Immediately put it on the leaf and let it float down the river. Um, you could do FM radio and you could do it like uh, when you have the thought like, Here's another bulletin that Matthew's having doubts or whatever. You know, I, I can't really think, be too good on a on spot right now with it, but I'm, I'm hoping that you're getting my gif, you know, where I'm going with it. So those are techniques that you could use. And if you are the creative person like me, you come up with your own techniques, but whatever, at the end of the day, whatever works for you, Whatever you comfortable with is what we wanna want you to use. What what I want you to use. Like you saying we. See, I'm so connected with y'all. Like y'all my peoples, you know, and we are on this journey together. So it's just not me. I'm just telling you like, hey, I'm the average guy right now, and I know there's a lot of things I could be dwelling on and saying, hey stuff is not going right but I'm happy like I'm I'm generally like I feel good about myself and I want other people to feel good about themselves too it's not easy you know I think that's what gives me that that edge because like like I said I'm not driving no Bentley and you know I got a mansion or anything like that um trying to give people confidence saying like hey you know if you got confidence if you had confidence you get like this too which you could but that's not what it's about not genuine confidence genuine confidence is about being confident with yourself being happy with yourself accepting yourself in any situation that you're in in life that don't matter if you at your lowest point in life or at your highest point in life you enjoying the process and that's what that's about. Um, openness. Well that well that leads me to openness. Um being open to whatever opportunity comes your way, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, whether you approve of it or you don't approve of it. You know, analyze it. Don't overanalyze it, but analyze it. Actually do workability. Workability also works not just for your thoughts, you know, you can put this in other things in life, but ask yourself, how would this work for you? 
that will help you not overanalyze it. How how is this workable? Because sometimes you got to take risks. You got to step out of your comfort zone. I'm starting to learn this even more so in today's time because like I work long hours and I only have like two days off. And sometimes if I don't have a route or something like that, I might get a day off. But that's unexpected. So I can't count that in my in my schedule like talking about because I could I could account for that they might randomly have me off, but I can't account when that may be to pinpoint like, hey, I'm gonna do this this day, you know, unless it's just my two off days. So I need that discipline that getting out of my comfort zone like hey i'm at home i'm just gonna just be at home do home shit. no i gotta step out of my comfort zone and get into it like like all right now i'm clocking into my second job whether it's making outlines doing research um looking up for new equipment ways i can improve doing TikToks, trying to promote content whatever it is that's that's what i need to do to level up it's like working out in the gym the way muscles work is you got to push that limit you got to dest- almost destroy if not destroy those muscles so when they heal they heal themselves in the strength of 10 tenfold you know what i'm saying they come back stronger and that's how you grow and that's what i was talking about getting knocked down like you gotta get knocked down. And even when you have steady feet and you thinking you're at a good place and you're strong and something comes forth and knocks you down again, now you have a new limit to reach. Like, oh, I don't think I ever said it. Okay, so what I was trying to say back on, put a, put a um, pause on that thought. But going back to that perfectionism, if if everything was perfect, it wouldn't give you a chance to, you would be bored, you know what I'm saying? Once you accomplish that goal, that's it. So like, where's where's the journey? Where's the process? Like, it's all about the process, you know? Yes, I wanna win the game, but let me enjoy what's happening in the game, you know? And that's where values come in. Like, what are your values in the game? Do you wanna be an honorable player? You. Do you want to be MVP, you know, MVP, the best one? You have to enjoy the in-between and don't just, you have to join. It's all about the journey, not the destination, basically. So pushing past our limits, that's how we grow. When we get that in our head, then that's when we start to see progress. So man, um, being mindful. Going back to that. That was a long recap, I know. But um I just wanna make sure, you know, people are understanding the lessons and really getting it in. I'm trying to program y'all. You know, you letting America program you, shit. Let me let me program you with something useful. Going back to the mindfulness. One way for for you to be mindful in a in a moment and be there present. There's breathing, mindful breathing. Just a simple act of breathing, right? 
You simple. It's simple. Breathing. We do that every day. I know probably that's probably one of those thoughts that you have in like this man talking about breathing. Like we do that every day. Okay. So this is how that worked. I know it, it's been around for thousands of years, man. Like as far as the practice, like it's been around in religious um, aspects, spiritual and philosophy. Um, I can't even say it. We going. We ain't even try to attempt that word. <laughs> but it's been in religious, spiritual um, traditions like Hinduism, Judaism, Buddhism, yoga, Christianity, such and such. It's a good way of developing engagement and even diffusing skills. So breathing, man. You say you're in a situation that that's getting you hyped getting you um, anxious uh might be even a situation where it's escalating and you might about to get caught up in those thoughts and those feelings and now you about to make a decision that might be counterproductive to you know what you really want to achieve so breathing puts you back it's a reset like deep breathing breathing not only just breathing but breathing from your abdomen breathing from your solar plexus like breathing from your stomach basically you know taking deep breaths filling your stomach up with air not just your chest because see short breath shallow breaths that that is it just attracts from your chest and it puts you in a state of alertness as far as anxiousness and stuff like that like it gives you like almost that fight or flight response um yeah, fight or flight response to senses. So breathing in from your stomach, it puts you in, it puts you in a deep relaxation, giving you that moment of clarity. Like that's why they tell you, okay, just breathe. You know, when when people tell you breathe, that's what it's coming from. Like like that. So. Um, and it could take you could take from 30 minutes, I mean, 30 seconds to 30 minutes to develop these skills. But I mean, if you if you're not really used to it, like I said, because most people have shallow breaths, so it might when you start practicing, I'm <laughs> practicing <laughs> when you start practicing the technique, you might start to feel lightheaded, um, like you're about to pass out. But I guarantee you're not gonna pass out. If anything, if that's how you're feeling, you should do it even more. Cause that means that you've been stuck in that shallow breath and you know, you need to strengthen your, um, your lungs or your breathing capacity. <laughs> so, um, also, not only with breathing deep brings relaxation, it also gives you that focus. I also missing, mentioned clarity, but it also gives you that focus too. Like, cause we're not only thoughts, but emotions too, they, they could run high. And sometimes, and in, in that situation is more it's, it's better for you to have 
a level head, then you just going with your emotions. So breathing gives you that focus so that you can make the best decision that could benefit you. So, like I said, um, I'm getting most of my information from um, the book called The Confidence Gap, um, author Russ, Russ Harris. Y'all can go check that out. You know, get that book from my Amazon or listen to it on Audible. But in the book, that gives um, examples of how to do the breathing exercises. So I'd just like to go over that with y'all right quick um, so you could have that in your arsenal. Well, hold up. Before we get into that. All right, so we're going to get to, we're going to say just how to do it, period. And then we're going to tell you the different ways you could do it. Getting straight into it, you got to find you a comfortable place. Somewhere that, you know, that you're comfortable. There's not too much going on to where you won't be distracted. Close your eyes. Or you can even keep your eyes open, but fixate it on one, like pinpoint it on one spot. You know, sometimes when you just stare off and then you be staring at something, then you just wander off mentally, like almost daydreaming. Do that. Now, next, you want to take some gentle and slow, deep breaths. Focus on emptying your lungs gently and calmly push out and allow them to be filled by themselves. So you ain't really got to force it. Just guide it, if I would say. All right. Now, there's no need to take deep breaths in. Once your lungs are empty, they will automatically refill. See if you can simply allow this to happen rather than forcing it, like I said. Observe your breathing as if, like you as a curious scientist who has never encountered anything like this before. Notice every little sensation, the air moving in and out of your nostrils, the rise and fall of your shoulders, the lifting and lowering of your rib cage, the rise and fall of your abdomen. Notice how all these elements interact effortlessly. <laughs> I knew I, it's like in my mind, I was trying to, oh, let me pronounce this word right. But um, yeah, after, after about 10 breaths, allow yourself, allow your breathing to find its own natural rhythm. There's no need to keep controlling it. Your challenge is to keep the spotlight on your breath to observe it's flowing in and out of your body. As you do this, let your thoughts float like the leaves on the stream. From time to time, your mind will hook you and pull you out of the exercise. You'll get caught up in everything and anything from ancient memories to daydreams. This is natural and normal, and it will keep happening. Each time you realize you're being hooked, gently acknowledge it and refocus your breath. If uncomfortable feelings show up, such as frustration, boredom, impatience, anxiety, backache, then refocus your breath. Periodically, your mind is likely to grumble and protest it, but refocus your thoughts <laughs> and try to sustain your thoughts. Once time is up, expand your awareness to engage with the world around you. Keeping a spotlight on your breath also bring up the lights on your body and your 
environment. So when they say bring up the lights, it's, it's like the spotlight. Put your focus on your body and your environment. Push your feet to the floor, stand straight up, have a good stretch. Notice what you can see, hear, touch, taste, and smell. That was just the regular, just, you know, you're doing it just regularly without any type of extra technique. I mean, that was kind of a rough one. But basically all, all that was saying is like, take deep breaths in um, gently, not really trying to force it. Make sure you're breathing from your abdomen, exhale slow. Also, at the same time as you're doing this breathing, noticing your thoughts, if you get hooked, let that thought go at the same time as you exhale. And so it's like a manifestation of you doing it physically. So now you're doing it, you've, you're thinking about it, and you're physically doing it. So it, it'll go, it'll flow nicely like that. All right, so now we're gonna get into the exercises. Option one for you, as far as breathing exercise, is counting the breath. Count each breath you take, slightly saying a number as you exhale. Once you reach 10, go back down to one and start again. If at any point you lose track of the numbers, simply start again from one. So that's counting your breath. That's option one that you have. Option two is called color breath. Visualize the breath flowing into and out of your lungs as if it were a color. You can imagine your breath any color you want. Most people choose white because white is like a pure, it's, it's seen as a pure color and like any negative thoughts that it'll be black or you know any sinister looking color so but anything you want to use you can use option three white light and dark clouds that's what it's called you can imagine yourself breathing in white light as you exhale and then breathing out in dark clouds so breathing in positive energy that would be the white light and when you exhale, you're exhaling out all the negative energy, which would be dark clouds. That's a good meditation technique, too. Um, option three, repeating words. You can slightly repeat words as you breathe in and out. For example, you can slowly say, breathe it in, and as you exhale, breathe it out. Or you might simply say, in and out. You can just do that. That's cool, too. Option five is called balloon breathing. You can imagine a balloon inside of your abdomen that's gently being expanded as you breathe in and deflates as you breathe out. So those are the options for you if you wanna spice up your breathing techniques or if you're having a difficult time just simply doing a technique by itself. If you need something a little bit more to push you that extra way. So any of those options are good. Me myself, I use I use the the white, white light and dark clouds one. I think the option three. I use that one often. I also use the balloon breathing because that kind of helps you get that feeling of you um inflating your stomach or your abdomen. Cause like I said, most of us have shallow breaths, so we breathe through our chest. We only breathe in and let it expand our chest instead of going all the way down to our 
abdomen. So these exercises are good to do anywhere. And the benefits are for you to engage in what you're doing. And why is that important, you might say? It's important because you don't want to just go through life on autopilot when you're doing anything, when you're at your job, when you're doing any activity, you're living, you're alive, you want to be, you want to experience everything. That's what you want to do. That's what you should want to do. Because this is the only life that we get as far as we know of. So when you want to take in everything and not regret at the end of the at the end of your chapter no we want to we want to experience everything and i mean everything every moment is an opportunity to engage even when you're brushing your teeth like if you use all five of your senses you could recognize that there's some pleasures and brushing your teeth. So what if you was brushing your teeth and you visualize it like it was an Olympic sport or something like that? You know, how more efficient would you start brushing your teeth? You know, would you start doing things that you didn't really do in your normal routine? You know, noticing how you grip your brush, taking more notice of the toothpaste that you're using. You're engaging in the moment. Instead of just going by it like you normally would, because it's just a normal routine and we look at it as simple. It's called stopping and smelling the flowers. That's what engagement is. You just stopping and smelling the flowers and using your senses to really engage, really be there. So in the book, there's a, there's also a story that Russ says about Nelson Mandela. Um, Nelson Mandela had a book or has a book called Long Walk to Freedom in that book he discussed when he was in jail in prison that he did the same routine every day he got up he walked in down the hall you know I think he ate I don't think he didn't get to eat he went on that's back in the day where it was like I thought they only did this in cartoons but obviously they did it for real like turning big rocks into small rocks <laughs> you know he did that every day but in the midst of all that he was engaging in all the moments when he took his walk down he noticed that the bird the birds were chirping how did it smell he he was engaging in the in the environment so it wasn't just like oh my mind is in a, a pit or just like, I'm just not aware of anything going on. I'm just going with emotions. But he was putting himself in the environment. With every swing of the axe to, to hit the rock, he was noticing how he gripped it, how hard he was hitting the rock. He was being engaged. So it, feel, it, it was more fulfilling than you just, than him just going by it as the task was just a mundane task. And... It was nothing special about it. Now, give or take, yes, nobody wants to be in prison and making big rocks to small rocks. The point is just anything that you're doing, 
try to take something from it because anything could be useful who who knows that okay him noticing how gripping the axe and stuff noticing how you know to doing doing all that being in the moment that could have gave him an idea of how to break out that mug or like oh i could use this the strength or this new found knowledge i gained to do something else but yeah people uh a lot of people don't have the time for mindfulness and this is why you could do it anywhere anytime you could practice these techniques like breathing um defusing you could have a training session while like i said while brushing your teeth you could do it while shaving you could do it while going to the toilet you could do it while taking a shower and take the time to notice anything new that you might have took for granted you know why are you doing that task you know you why are you talking to your loved one like i never noticed that your eyes were this color because you're really looking at them engaging using your senses you know i never noticed the fragrance of perfume or cologne that you use you know it smells nice you know you're taking the time out to be engaged in that moment that's an example of that engaging in your chores in the book there was a story about this guy um he worked uh he was stacking i think barrels or something like that and he used to complain about his job and um russ had helped him and counseled him into a new way of thinking and he used the technique of just transmuting the activity into something else like changing the out the outlook of it he imagined if he was a he was in a competition of barrel stacking and it got him through the work better because he had a better mindset before when he came into it thinking like oh this is just me doing my hard job and all the negative thoughts about it so going back to when i was saying about engagement not engaging is it's kind of like you're not having no taste buds taste is like eating with no taste buds it's not pleasurable you don't get the, the taste sweet sour bitter you don't get the experience so engaging in pleasurable activities like drinking you you could take the time to notice the flavors if i'm looking at something the colors of it the leaves looking at the trees when you going down the highway we coming to the end of the episode going back recapping and going back every over everything um mindfulness is a good practice to help you gain engagement in what are you doing whatever you're doing mindful breathing taking deep breaths in exhaling real slow and gentle not forcing the breathing to help give you clarity and focus different exercises to help you with breathing the count counting your breath color breaths the white light and dark clouds repeating your words 
and balloon breathing. Okay. But the quote of the day, give me a second, I'm trying to find it. All right, so quote of the day is from Dean Smith. He says, if you make every game a life and death proposition, you're going to have problems. For one thing, you're going to be dead a lot. So that goes into overthinking. That goes into getting caught up in those thoughts. Like I said, there's no shortages of hooks. So like getting hooked on perfectionism, that it's gotta be perfect, that like he said, life of death situation that if I don't succeed in this moment right now, it's, it's the end of the world. Cause you're going to fail as, as y'all call it, you know? You're gonna be knocked down over and over and over and over again. It's never gonna be a shortage of that either. So that's gonna keep happening. But the ability to get back up and really noticing that your ability to get back up is amazing, man, because you can easily stay down. It's not stand, It's about not staying down. Knowing that you will get knocked down, but I'm not gonna stay down. I don't care how many times I get knocked down, I'm not gonna stay down. Because if I stay down, then I'm out. So I think that quote blended in nicely too with today's episode. So y'all can get at me at Asada Mac on Instagram, Asada Mac on TikTok, Asada Mac, everything. Asada Mac on Facebook. Um, you can get at me in my personal Facebook on Matthew Harris. Holler at me then. Uh, if you want to be on the episode or you're interested to be on the episode, let me know. We work something out. Um, I'm open to having guests because, like I said, I want to interact with y'all. I want to see what y'all think and have conversations and bring you in so other people that may have similar um, problems like you or even just mindset that everybody can connect and help each other. And so that's what that's all about. So, uh, like I always say, no matter what happens, good or bad, that's life. And please, 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 stay dangerous, viciously. Holla.